Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. What's going on, everybody? Happy whatever night it is. I don't know with these pre-recorded segments now, whoever knows anymore, but excited to do this week's edition of the 40 minutes basketball network. This time we're going Western conference win totals on the over-unders last week. We did the East. Uh, I am Tim Daniel. I am here as always with Sean Mackey, Ben Brown, and Josh Hayes is back with us this week. Excited to have Josh here. Um, but we're going to go ahead and go through everything, but before we do, um, let's just go and say real quick, gentlemen, I'm so glad we took the summer off and we did not spend two months having conversations about where Kevin Durant's going to get traded to just to have him not get traded. Oh, yeah, I, I, think- I, I, yeah, I agree. I think Sean was just saying that this morning. And uh, as, as crazy as it was, we were just talking about trade destinations yesterday. And then he came out today and said he was staying. <laughs> Yeah, I went on a I went on a, a a full like hour long podcast yesterday listening to Bill Simmons ramble on how how Kevin Durant was going to go you know best place for him to go back to would be the Warriors and I'm just like this, none of this is going to happen. Yeah, that was that not, was a terrible podcast by the way. That was it was really 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 bad. Yeah, now we have Sam Amico on him being like Kevin Durant the next reconcil- reconciliation was always the right call and it's like ah. Oh, Piss off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now Captain it's like, hindsight. Right, I guess now we got to wonder about what's going to happen with Donovan Mitchell because, you know, Udonis Haslam's back in Miami because, you know, there's not young, like talented enough players to play in the NBA that could use that roster spot. We need Udonis to have it, right? I mean, seriously, though, when, when, I mean, I know there's a lot of respect for that, but at some point, like Pat Raleigh and Spolster got to be like, hey, man, like, we really need this roster spot. Like, like we'll make you a coach. We'll, we'll, we'll I mean, you want to, you want to sit. You want like, like you gotta go, man. You gotta yeah. go. What, like, what's you gotta, the jer- go. What's the jersey retirement ceremony gonna be like for him? Like it's just like, well, congratulations, you, you made it to twenty years. Does right. he get like a? Does he get like a Miami Heat watch this year, or is this is this oh, the yeah. year he gets his watch? I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. Christ. Why don't they just? Out, why don't they just make the last it a coach? 10 years? Just yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and he just could, be hey man, hey man, I know you feel good here. You could sit on, you can sit on the sideline with the warm ups gear on, like player coach. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to wear suits anymore as a coach. So nope. you know, like, it yeah. seems like it would cost yeah. him less money to to make him a coach than it would to it, give him that it, roster spot. It would, but he 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 wants to make you know. I mean, I don't blame him. Go and get that check. Sit on your ass the whole season. You're not going to play. It's amazing. All you're going to do is occasionally get in fights with Jimmy Butler and he's going to tell you you're an old bum. <laughs> so in the last five years, he's played a total of 58 games. Ooh. I thought you were going to say 58 minutes and I was going to be like, I, Oh I no. Gonna, I was going to say, I thought <laughs> you were going to say 58 minutes too. I really did. I was like yeah. 58 minutes. He's still like, I, I can't believe that he allowed him to steal money like that. 
And so, he's a, so he's a long version of our he's a long version of our podcast at this point. Just yeah. <laughs> so 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 what you're saying here, Tim, is like Bradley Beal played maybe 20 more games than him in the last three seasons. Yeah, okay. not by much. Not okay. by much. I was just I was just bringing that up. Yeah, him and Kawhi and John yeah. Wall. Uh, right. Yeah. Gosh. All right. Well, it's a lot of money just sitting on a bench. Yeah. <laughs> we're just mentioning all those names. I'm like, all those guys make like 40 million plus a year just to just to watch. Just to watch. So we did the Eastern Conference. We had a lot more time on our hands to do like a, the, the full slides and put them in alphabetical order. Uh, this time, not so much. Um, it's a little bit of uh, you know, life happens. So what do you guys want to do? You want to go like descending order, like lowest win totals to highest or highest to lowest? Let's start lowest. I, I like that. Yeah. Okay. All Let's right. do it. So, with the Western Conference, uh, starting out, we have two teams tied for the lowest, um, which is kind of what we expected. So, let's go first with the San Antonio Spurs at an over-under of 23.5. Fitting, we started the Eastern Conference with the Hawks, considering the deal the Hawks and the Spurs made for DeJounte Murray. Um, obviously, a rebuilding year. You know, Greg Popovich Ooh. knows that when he can get a big man in the first round uh, in the early, he, that he has a chance to build another dynasty like he's done in the past. So I think he's a, uh, he's a uh, going for the one Bayana contest as well as the Pacers. I don't see a scenario where the Spurs win more than 23 games. So I'm going to take the under. Hey Tim, while you're talking, I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'm going to yell out like the, the rosters um, oh, as far God. as like what they got and what they lost. Oh my and gosh, then, Josh. I was looking at their roster. I was like, please, somebody, somebody, please let me go on this Spurs roster. If you can name three people on the Spurs roster right now and, I mean, and give me a legitimate reason how they're on an NBA roster, I, I'll give it to you. I, mean, so, I, didn't, I didn't even know Gorgie Jang was even playing anymore. Right? Um, like I thought so, he was out. So, so on the flip side, they lost – Deontay Murray and Lonnie Walker, which yeah. arguably, besides Kelvin Johnson, were probably their two best players. <laughs> um, they gained five rookies. And uh, they picked up Gorgie Jang, Isaiah Roby, and Alizé Johnson. Who? Right. <laughs> Former Bull Alizé Johnson, thank you much. <laughs> so, you know what? Like this is gonna be a year where like Dougie McBuckets ends up like averaging like 18 <laughs> points a game. Like it's gonna happen, man. Put him on your fantasy uh, team, guys. <laughs> they're like the resurgence of Doug McDermott. He's just so <laughs> underrated. I mean, I mean, he's he's like number two all time in college scoring. <laughs> so and there he is. Well, he, well, he's gonna get plenty of shots here, boy. <laughs> Lord mercy. And he might get too many shots, and they and they bench him for the year. So, so you said you're taking the under, Tim. I took the under. I'm going to take the over, and um, I'm going to take it because I have faith in George Popovich at some point to be a coach, and I just feel like 23 wins is super low. George Popovich. George. Yeah. Who's George? George Popovich. That's what we're calling him. George Popovich. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going with the um, with the with this team that I don't know anybody on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some guy named George is coaching him. I don't know yeah. anything about him. Now. That's Greg's. That's Greg's little brother. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the over. Twenty four wins. 
I'm taking the under, and I'm saying Greg Popovich gets kicked out of at least 10 games. Just a bunch of your boredom. <laughs> That's probably the better bet. <laughs> you're, you're not even wrong, man. Yeah. He'll get bored of watching his own team. He'll be like, man, somebody throw me out. Just throw me out. Yeah. Um, but all that being said, I'm taking the under. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the under as well. This is going to be an awful team. Um, if if they win 18 games, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I'm there as well. So, yeah. All right. Well, we got one over and three unders on that one. Uh, up next, we've got the Houston Rockets, also at 23 and a half wins. Um, I actually really like their draft. Uh, getting, you know, Jabari Smith at the job to get three. You get Tari Eason, who, you know, like I said, I got to watch for a year when he was at UC. Um, Jalen Green will probably take another step forward. I think they're, you know, they're going to be in that, you know, top five, top six draft area. Um, but I think that we're going to see some progression here. I actually might take a slight over on the Houston Rockets. I'm talking like mm. 25 wins is what I'm talking. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm with you. I, I, yeah, I was going to say I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm going slight over there as well. Um, I, Cause I just like, I like some of their young talent. Um, their roster's definitely uh, got a lot more upside to it than the Spurs does currently. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I'm taking the over on that as well. So they lost Dennis Schroeder, who didn't play there very long because he got traded. Uh, Christian Wood, who was hurt for a good part of the season. And John Wall, who hasn't played since he left Kentucky. So... Um, <laughs> In on their roster, they got Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, Willie Cauley-Stein, Marquise Chris, and then, like you said, Tim, Tari Eason, Jabari Smith Jr. They got Ty Ty Washington um, and Big Boban, who I don't really know if we'll get any playing time or not. And um, they did have a a pretty decent young core already there um, that I thought had flashes of brilliance at certain points or another. But I don't know, man. That team seems awful young. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I, I don't think they have enough to do anything. So I'm, I'm not going to, I like, I like the, uh, I like the two guys that they're, they're going to build around, but I'm, there's nothing else there. There's, there's no solid footing veterans. I mean, you got Boban there, you know, as, you know, an emotional support player, you know, but that. That's about it. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it, Sean. That's a good yeah, way. Yeah, of putting it. Does he way have to it. wear the? Does he have to wear the tag? <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Emotional support player. Emotional get support. It. All right. So Sean took the under. Ben, Josh, and I took the over. Uh, brings us to at twenty six and a half wins, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, all right. So we know this team's bad. But when you look at this roster, it's not, you know, it's a lot of young guys, but it's a pretty talented roster. Shea, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, Chad Holmgren, Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams. I didn't say that twice. It's literally two different people. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, Derek Favors is going to be there. Ty Jerome's there. Uh, Aaron Wiggins was a pretty decent rookie for them. You know, Kenrich Williams, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Darius Baisley's back for another year. 
I still think this team is kind of still continuing this progression of putting putting together young talent to build. So I'm going to take an over, but I'm going to say this is like a 28 win team. Um, I think Chet's going to have an awesome rookie year, and I think we're going to see more of Josh Giddy and more of uh, Shea continuing to grow as leaders. So uh, sign me up for a slight over on the Thunder. I would agree right. with that. Um, so the, last year they won 24 games and they're projected 26 and a half and they got better. I mean, based off of their rosters concerned, they're young, but they got better. So I am going to agree with you and say they are um, going to let me right there with you, like 27, 28 games. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would take the over on that just on uh, just on those two young guards you know, Giddy and Shea, uh, and then you add a kid like Chet, who I think is going to have a – he's going to have a big impact. Um, you know, I, I, I think he's at least at least worth three wins. I mean, they won 24 last year. I think Chet helps him get at least three wins. So, yeah, I'm taking the over. I am also taking the over. I'm going to go – I'm going to go even higher. I'm going to go 29 wins with these guys. Um, yeah. I think uh, – I think Giddy is going to continue to improve. Uh, SGA has been phenomenal. I'm not super sold on Chet just yet. I think he's going to get bullied quite a bit this season. Um, I like him, though. He's an interesting prospect. Um, and, I, I mean, I hope he does well. It'd be, I, think, I think this is going to be a fun, like, league pass team. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Well, I uh... – Brings us to a team that shockingly, when I look at their roster and look at the moves they've made, I've liked a lot more than I thought I ever would. And right now at 32 and a half, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, 32 and a half to Sacramento Kings. Um, I don't know what to think of this because I think they actually for once had a really good offseason. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that Keegan Murray dropped into their lap in the draft is really impressive. Um, you know, bringing Malik Monk in, bringing Kevin Herter in to be shooters, uh, where you don't have to worry too much about De'Aaron Fox getting more buckets. Harrison Barnes is still there. Uh, Rashawn Holmes has been shown he's a good player for them. Jeremy Lamb's there now. Like, they can spread the floor for the first time in God knows how long. They're not awesome. I mean, I'm not sitting here talking about, like, man, the Kings might make the playoffs by any means. Um, but That's how you sound right now. Yeah. Right, I know. I yeah. Do. What? Um, but... <laughs> I think they're, you know, they're a lot better than they sh- than they were last year. Uh, they're in a lot better of a shape, and I am shockingly somehow, some way or another, going to take the over on the Kings. Mm. So last year they won thirty games. They're projecting them at thirty-two and a half. Um, you're saying you like everything that they brought in. You're 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 loving Matthew Delladova. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) they, you know, Baysmore, Quinn Cook, Malik Monk, they basically took the, the Lakers roster and transferred it over to the Sacramento Kings. So I I am, I am going to go with the under and I'm going to say they are going to lose. They're going to win 31 games. They'll win one more game than they did last year. And they are going to still be under. They're going to be on the under on the underside of thirty-two and a half. Mm. Um, 
this one's tough, man. I it is like tough. it. I'm going to take the over um, only because uh, I think Darren Fox will still uh, still be really good, and I think Sabonis is going to have a big year for them. Um, so I'm going to take the slight over. I, like I said, they're they're not going to or like Tim said, they're not going to be a playoff team by any stretch, but. Uh, I do think they'll get to like thirty-three wins. I'm I'm going to take the under with Josh here. Um, this team is not going to be able to do anything defensively at all. Um, what's what's that? What's defense? I I know I know, and <laughs> I I feel like I feel like this is just a this is going to be like a terrible place for Sabonis's career to derail. Like it's just it's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, nobody gets traded to the Sacramento Kings and it like turns out okay. They're like, oh, everything's great. His career took off. It but never it happens. Um, okay, well, he's not there yet. He's not there anymore. And he, you know, they didn't do anything while he was there. Nobody got paid, and he shot pretty well. Thanks, Vladi. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna take the slide under. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna regress a little bit. I think I'm gonna put them at 29 wins. So, mm. but they're not. They're not gonna be able to do anything. And also, I have no faith in Sacramento at all. So, and nobody else should either. Because why would anything change? Yeah, it's fair. I get Probably it. Fair. I get it. Yeah, that's roughly a unique thing. Like I like. I like. I like what they did on paper. You know, like I said, Keegan Murray dropped to them as pure luck. Um, so hopefully life works out for that kid and he's not there his whole career. Um, <laughs> all right. So the other 32 and a half is the Utah jazz. And I'm just going to go and tell you now I'm immediately going the under because I don't think Donovan Mitchell's there by the trade deadline. I think he's gone. Um, you know, there's not much else you can be super stoked about with this team. You know, they did get a decent haul for Rudy Gobert, but Gobert meant so much to them. And now it's, there's no one to replace him. And, you know, if he goes, I assume Mike Conley will also go at some point as well. Uh, so give me the under on the Jazz because I just don't think what we have right now on the roster is what we'll have by February. So, Tim, you, got, so that, Tim, you got you got zero faith in Pat Bev. None. So they so they so they traded away. Um, uh, what's his name? that got hurt. Well, I can't think of his name. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. There you go. And then they lost Rudy Gobert. They lost Bo Cruz. They lost Daniel House. They lost Royce O'Neal. Um, they got Beasley, Beverly, Walker Kessler, who I think is actually going to be really good in the NBA. I do like Walker Kessler, yeah. Um, and Vanderbilt, along with Jordan Clarkson, Bogdanovich, Conley, and Mitchell. Um, they somehow progressively got worse. And uh, I think they'll win more than thirty-two and a half games. Actually, I take that back. I don't. I don't know about anything about their coach. I don't know. This, like you said, especially if Donovan Mitchell's gone. Um, if Donovan Mitchell leaves this team, they will be the worst team in the NBA by the time the, re- the season's over with. So, can we put a can we put a hold on this one until we find out what's going on? Because. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's gone and I'm gonna take the under. Let's go that route. All right. I'm the same. All because of the same reasons you guys pointed out. Um, I don't think that he'll be there. 
Um, I think Donovan Mitchell will be gone. Um, and I think they lost a – I mean, I'm not a Rudy Gobert person. I'm not a big fan of his. But, man, he was huge for that team and what he did defensively. Um, so, I, I'm definitely taking the under. I am also taking the under. Um, I don't think Donovan Mitchell uh, – I don't think opening night he's there. I think they get rid of him before opening night. Whoa. Um, there's just too much – I think there's too much smoke at this point. Bringing him back after all of this, getting rid of Rudy Gobert, I mean, I, I just – I don't see a scenario where he comes back and is happy at this point because he's on another rebuilding franchise. And on top of that – you know, it's it's not like Utah can just go out there and tank this year either because they have no draft picks in the upcoming draft and they owe their first round pick to the Grizzlies. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> mm. It's just like the Grizzlies just keep getting richer, man. <laughs> they do, for sure. Mm. Interesting. All right. So, hold on. I've got my – get my list up here again. Sorry. Because yeah. that – I don't know if you guys realize it, but Bo Cruz ends up being pretty solid in the NBA, so I'm not really sure why they let him go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. How could we forget about old Bo Cruz? I mean, you know, how often it's how often do you just find a guy, you know, playing on the streets in Europe? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, at 40 and a half wins, we have the Portland Trailblazers. And... They have, I, the, they have the biggest jump from last year to this year based off their win total. So they were 27 wins last year, and they were projected 40 and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not very confident in them, to be honest with you. Um, one, you know, what are you going to get from Lillard? I know he's had a whole offseason to kind of get healthy. Um, two, it's like who steps up and, like, helps him out. You know, Anthony Simons obviously took a big jump last year, but is he going to kind of fill the role that they really need him to fill? Um, you know, you look at their schedule to start the year, they probably have, they likely have two wins to start the season in, Jet, in the Jazz and Sacramento. Then they have Golden State and they play Sacramento again. Then it's the Suns, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Heat is their next group. Rockets, Grizzlies, Suns, Suns, Heat, Hornets, Pelicans. Oh, that is a brutal first stretch right there. That's Gosh, pretty dang. rough. Yeah. So, um, I'm going the under on the Blazers just because I have no idea what they are yet. So I don't feel confident in giving them more wins. Gosh. Under. <laughs> <laughs> just no explanation. Huh? I, just I got, <laughs> I just, I got zero faith in that roster, man. I got, I mean, they've done it time and time again. We've always been disappointed by Portland. Yeah. Portland's supposed to be this, that, and the other. Um, they'll get to 36 wins and uh, yeah, it, under. I'm going to give them the under, uh, however, just slight, just because, I don't know. I think Dame's going to come back and have a decent year. Uh, Jeremy Grant on this team is going to be interesting. They have Josh Hart who can heat up. You got a couple guys. Uh, Gary Payton's there now. So uh, you got, And then you have Simons. So you have it, it, there's some interesting people on this roster. I doubt they're going to put it up together. And with a stretch like the one that you just talked about, Tim, I just don't. That's, I mean, you're right. They might get two wins out of that. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Gonna that's be gonna be really tough. tough. That's bad. Yeah, that's really bad. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. Tough. And it kills the confidence of the team if you if you do that too. And and you know who knows. So, yeah. so 
I do like, I got to mention, I do like them getting Gary Payton the second. Um, and Shane yeah. Sharp is such a, like an unknown just because the obvious reasons of he didn't play yeah. at all in college. Um, but and you know, he's, he's, yeah, and he's hurt. So that makes things a little interesting as well. So yeah, I don't know, man. Um, they're going to be interesting. I am mm-hmm. really curious to see what happens with them. All right. At 44 and a half wins. This is a fun one. I'm really curious your guys' thoughts on this one. Because we've talked about this team quite a bit for a few years for all the wrong reasons. And now things seem to be sheeping up a little bit for them in the sake of health and talent and you know, growth. At 44 and a half wins, we have the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, talent-wise, not much changes. They get Dyson Daniels in the draft, too. I like. I thought they got really good value for they picked him. Um, you know, they really the only loss they have is Tony Snell. But most importantly, Zion Williamson is on pace to play game one. We'll see how things go. Training camp and preseason are not start yet. But at this moment, he's projected to play game one. Brandon Ingram is projected to be healthy and back as well. Uh, this is a team that has a lot of really good guys who fit their role for that team. Guys like, you know, Herb Jones and Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall, um, you know, you name it. They have guys that fit what they're trying to do. They're growing pretty well. It seems like they have a really good coaching staff right now. Um, I'm going to take... The New Orleans Pelicans make the playoffs this year. I'm taking the over. Ooh, Tim. Ooh. I was I was just going to say over, and and they are gonna and they are going to battle to not play in the playing game. Okay. I think Zion makes that much of an impact on this team. I do too. I really do. I think him and Ingram both healthy help or just change everything for them. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that, um, and I will take the over as well. Um, I like the addition of Devontae Graham. Uh, you still have uh, C.J. McCollum, who we didn't mention. Um, yeah, how did I forget that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, Balance Tunis, that, who's a, who's a solid that, big man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the over. I, I think this is going to be a pretty good squad. I'm a New Orleans pessimist. I'm taking the under. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's not even a hot take. I just I don't trust Zion Williams and at all. I mean, I, I don't. You know, he might be on pace to play game one. He might get hurt in game two. I don't trust it. I do like Herb Jones a lot. Um, I do like a lot of the other pieces of this roster, um, you know, including Brandon Ingram coming back and all that. But I just, I think if we're, we're hinging all of our hopes on Zion, um, I just, I just don't know if I can do that. I just, I'm not ready to be hurt again. So... <laughs> I just I, I can't I can't take the over on him, guys. I'm sorry. So so last year, McCollum led the team in scoring at 24.3 points per game. And then Brandon Ingram was at 22.7. And then after that, and Cullum only played 26 games with him, but after that, you had Jonas uh, Valanchunas at 17.8. You're adding a guy who's going to score 20 points plus on the floor on top of that. Which is probably going to take away from the Josh Hart's and the Anderson and the Alexander Walkers and Devontae Grahams, and you start going down the list. But his impact, I think, even if he plays fifty games, 50, 50, 50 games, games, huh? Fifty games to me guarantees them that they're in the playoff hunt. Okay, okay, I like it. And now, folks, it gets interesting. At forty-five and a half wins. We have the Los Angeles Lakers. Just blasphemy. 
God, that is really high for a team that we have no idea what they are. Um, I like some of the moves they made. So, you know, bringing Thomas Bryan in, bringing in Damian, Damian Jones, bringing him back, uh, bringing Juan Toscano Anderson. Their defense is already better than what it was last year with those guys. That's not really saying much. Um, you know, obviously you lose Monk, but everyone else that they lost besides like Kent Basemore has not signed with another team yet. So guys like Mello has not signed with another team. Dwight Howard has not. I guess he's been working out for the WWE, so maybe that's where we see him next year. Um, Darvin Ham, I really like. We talked about this. You know, he's definitely deserving of this opportunity. But, you know, what do they get from Russell Westbrook? How many games does LeBron James and Anthony Davis play? That's a lot of question marks for me. So I feel like if these guys are all healthy, they could definitely be a playoff team. Not a title contender, but a playoff team. But that's a lot to bet on. So I'm going to take an under on the Lakers. I'm just not Ooh. there yet. Mm. What's, uh, their, what's their win total again? It's 45 and a half. Now, would it shock 45. me if like they did hit that and had a really had a pretty good year? No, I just don't feel confident in saying that's going to happen. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, yeah. they so so they turned over they turned over half at least half their roster. Yeah. Right? Look, I'm I'm real big on chemistry, and I don't know if I mean if you even go back to look at like they didn't have any um, last year. I understand. <laughs> I'm saying you go all the way back to like the Celtics when they when they, or LeBron when he went to Miami and the Celtics when they first got Paul Pierce and Ray Allen and then like all these teams that form like none of them none of them won in their first year like they it took them a while to get accustomed to playing with each other and I feel like if you're going to take all your role players and just switch them out for other role players like you really didn't do anything to improve their team plus they're all in on Westbrook, and I don't know if that situation is going to get moved or not, or if they figure out how he fits into the the AD LeBron thing. But if AD stays healthy and they run the offense through AD, and we get AD at his best for an entire season, I think the Lakers have enough just in their starting lineup to be able to compete with any team in the NBA because they have LeBron, because they have AD because they have Westbrook and they also have Hillbilly Kobe. So um, they, they put all their money in. I mean, Horton Tucker, like they, they, that's the one guy I thought they would move that they never did. And I thought that that was a guy that they could probably get something back for. They kept him. I don't know what their plan is. So like right now, I don't know what the Lakers are. So I am going with, they won 42 games last year. I'm going with the under. Hmm. Um, there's just too much questions with Anthony Davis, man. Like, you know, I, if, if I could get a guaranteed 70 games out of Anthony Davis, I would take the over, but I, I, I just don't see him playing. I don't see him playing over 60 games. I, I, I just don't, it's just how it is. Um, you know, LeBron will be LeBron. I mean, he's motivated by being the, the scoring champ. Um, so LeBron will be LeBron. Um, it, it, the the Anthony Davis thing is just is is just too big to to not look at in order to to pick to pick the wins. So I I I have to go under. Um, but I'm with Tim. Like anything could happen. I I think that they are that talented 
when you put those guys together, um, and if Anthony Davis stays healthy for 70 games, I think you got you have a really good squad, or decent enough squad to win 50, but who knows if he's going to stay healthy. So I'm taking the under. Ben, how many times has Anthony Davis played over 70 games? Just quick question. Don't look it up. I won't look it up. Um, how many years has he been in the league? He has been in the league now uh, six, nine, ten years. Ten years, I would say once. Yeah, twice. He's done it twice. twice. Okay. Uh, 2016, 17. Well. Yeah, and he had, he had 75 games those two years. Uh, he has not the, – the most he has played in L.A. Uh, was 62 games in 2019, 2020. Um, I have was, zero f- – what was that? I was going to say that was the shortened season, right? When they went to the bubble. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He played he was 60, incredible in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he, he was, he was, yeah. He, he averaged 26 points a game that year. He was great. Um, I don't have any faith in his health at all anymore. I feel like anytime I see him in some sort of a uh, situation where he's rebounding a ball and someone grazes his knee um, I feel like he is he is falling down, he is grabbing knee, he is leaving, and we don't see him for a while. And then we have LeBron James on this team full of uh, young players that don't fit. Um, we've got Russell Westbrook, who is uh, – <laughs> he's something. Uh, <laughs> uh I mean, there's a lot of talk still about him getting traded. Nobody wants him though, so I, I don't I don't know this whole like pipe dream of trying to get Kyrie Irving and like I just like the Lakers are like the all time with the exception of the Brooklyn Nets, they are like an all time we painted ourselves in a corner situation right here. There is yeah. there is no flexibility with this team. They have put all of their chips in the LeBron and AD bucket. They traded away all their assets for AD, and you do that to win a title. They got the title. You do it 100 times out of 100 times. But what happens after that and the repercussions of what happens has has happened after that have just been terrible. And, mm-hmm. you know, going after someone like Russell Westbrook a couple years ago was something that – you know, we didn't. We weren't sure if it was going to work in the beginning, and then it really didn't work. And now they're stuck. They have no flexibility, and now we got Lonnie Walker. Like and we got Lonnie. Uh, they're considering bringing back Dennis Schroeder. Shocker! Shocker! <laughs> My favorite player, you guys know, Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> Love that guy. For all four of us under on the Lakers. All under right. hey, under. Hey. I, I um, want to. I made a mistake. I was looking at the Clippers when I saw their win total. The Lakers actually only won thirty-three games. Yeah, they and, were um, I am not going with a twelve-game improvement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why not? <laughs> Nor should you. Nor should you. I think the best thing we're going to have Lakers this year is LeBron's going to break the all-time scoring record. That's yep. it. That's, That's the it. season. That's the That's season. It. Congratulations. Yeah, and you know what? Jeannie Buss is okay with that because she's like, well, he did it here. Yep, he was a Laker when he did it. Right. Uh... It's like when Ken Griffey Jr. came to Cincinnati, he did his 400th, 500th, and 600th as a red. Yep. And it was like, yeah, he had those moments here. Yep. That was about it, though. Every time you see those highlights, he's got a red uniform on, and that's all that matters. 
That's all that matters. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus Christ. All right. This is a fun one. Another fun one. 47 and a half wins. The Minnesota Timberwolves, who had obviously the biggest move probably in the offseason in their trade for Rudy Gobert. Uh, they bring in Kyle Anderson, Austin Rivers, Bryn Forbes, and they get Josh Minot. Uh, they draft a Wendell Moore Jr. Cat gets to go to be a, a big four now. He doesn't have to play the five anymore. Uh, Rudy Gobert can make up for his lack of defense. They still have the Anthony Edwards. This is a good basketball team. I don't know what that means for the playoffs, but right now, this is a good basketball team. I think Tim Connolly's done a terrific job building this roster. I'm high on this team. I think they're a mid-seed playoff team. I think they're out of the play-in. Uh, give me the over. I, I've given taking the over on Minnesota. Josh or somebody, how many wins did they have last year? So last year, they were at 46 wins. So they're projected 47 and a half. Oh, Rudy Gobert's at least four wins. At least. I think I, mean, I just, think their roster is better. Yeah. Their roster's better. Uh they added they've added shooters. They've added they they've added players. Um, this is a mid fifty win team. I think they're they're 53, 53, 54 wins. I'm taking you over. They also they also um added Kyle Anderson from Memphis, who's yeah, a really, really like just solid like role player. Mm-hmm. Um and Austin Rivers. And, you know, they drafted um, – they drafted – I think they had three or four draft picks that they were able to get. Um, I know they lost a lot in that Utah trade, and I know those guys played decent minutes, but I think what they got on the backside in return makes them better. Yeah. I would agree. And I'm really looking I- forward to seeing Anthony Edwards take the next step. Me too, man. Yeah, AKA I'm gonna- Kermit Wiltz. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm also taking the over uh, with the this year. I think uh, I think the Timberwolves finally did some right things. Um, you know, kudos on them getting Kyle Anderson. That is that's a good call out there, Josh. Um, Anthony Edwards is going to be an All Star this year. It's going to happen. Uh, I think he's going to take the next step. Uh, he was really really decent at the end of last season. Adding Gobert in to be able to do the whole defensive thing that they need him to do. They needed someone to do and let cat be a, a stretch four is going to be huge for this team. Also, you still have D'Angelo Russell um, on the squad. I, I like everything about this team. I'm, I'm really, really high on them. I think, I think they're at least a 50 win team this year. Yeah, I think uh, we can all agree. That's I think it's the first all four over for us so far. So mm-hmm. pretty fascinating. All right, so at 48 and a half wins, we've got the Dallas Mavericks. Obviously, this is the team that went and got Christian Wood, and they would signed JaVale McGee. Um, they do lose Jalen Brunson to the Knicks. They lose Marquise Chris to Houston, like Josh mentioned earlier. Boban, obviously, to Houston. Um, this is interesting. I think they got better, um, but, you know, it's really a weird predicament. Um, that, you know, losing Brunson is really going to be tough for them, I think, as far as, like, having someone to – continue to handle the ball with Luca. Um, but you know, as far as big man, they, they definitely got way better and bringing in JaVale and bringing in Christian Wood. Um, so I'm going to go the slightest of slight unders. I think they win 48 games. I am taking of the slightest of unders of possible. I think they're really good. Um, it's just, you know, with all how good all these teams are at the top of the West, they're going to lose some games. 
So it's going to be close. Um, I think they're going to be really good. Luke is going to be an MVP candidate again. I feel like he's going to be, in, you know, in full shape finally for, after this offseason with how well he played at the end of the year last year. So slight under, but I still like the team. So this roster reminds me of Houston when James Harden was there. Now that they got Christian Wood. And I feel like Jalen Brunson gone with Luca having the ball in his hands more is kind of like that James Harden-esque. I think we're going to see a lot of the the pick and roll, the um, the alley-oop type. Like you said, they got Christian Wood and they got JaVale McGee, so they got better on the inside. I think they'll figure out who will be the ball handler when Luca's not in the game. But they won 52 games last year. And if you think they got better – without saying any of the other teams got better. I'm going to have to go with this. I don't know. I think they overachieved last year. I really do. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to go over, and I'm going to say they're going to win 49 games. Hmm. So down their total's down from last year, but I still think they, they cover the over-under. Josh, I agree. I think they'll be the slightest of slights overs. Um, I I just hope Luca comes in in shape uh, because him being coming in not ready to go those first couple games kind of put him behind the eight ball. Uh, but I mean, of course, he ended the season playing remarkable basketball. So I'm hoping that he comes in with that same mentality. If he does, I um, I, I don't I kind of believe that as well. I don't think that. 52 wins to me is a stretch. Um, so I, I take the slightest overs, but I don't know if they get the 50 ones or not. I'm going to agree with Tim here. I'm going to say slight under. I don't think they improved the roster enough. I also believe that, uh, Josh, what you said was correct. You know, they did overachieve last year. And it's all – Luka Doncic is just a complete and utter stud. He's just so great. Um he had an incredible playoffs last year. Um, but, you know, bringing on Christian Wood, um, I, I do like that. I like them bringing on JaVale McGee. He's had success pretty much, you know, anywhere he's went lately. I feel like he's had a, he's had a great kind of late career here lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have, you know, Bertans hanging out on this roster. He hasn't done anything in four or five years, um, you know. You got Spencer Dinwiddie, but you lost Jalen Brunson. I think that's going to hurt. Um, you know, I just, there's nothing here that really wows me except for Luca. And without Luca, they're, they're, we're not even talking playoffs. Like yeah. he means, I mean, he, that one guy means more to them than any other person on the squad. And there's no one who's even remotely in the same category as him to be a, a second banana here. So like, I don't know who the second, I guess it's Christian Wood. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to take a slide under. I think uh, his greatness will once again get them to the playoffs. Um, you know, but I'm I'm just, there's nothing here that where I'm just like blown away. It's pretty much how I was last year with when they had Porzingis, who was a terrible running mate with him. So you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. but now they don't really. You know, maybe Christian Wood surprises us and he turns out to be you know considerably better than that. But you know, I don't. Well, I don't know. last year, last year Christian Wood gave Houston 18 and 10. I mean, those are pretty solid numbers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the other piece, too, uh, Sean, you, that you touched on with Brunson leaving is they lost Hardaway uh, Jr., and they didn't replace any of either of those players 
in this on this roster at this point. And he was a big contributor until he got hurt. And I don't see him coming back anytime, you know, in the beginning of the season with the injury that he had. So um, if I'm not mistaken, did he rupture his Achilles? Is that what happened? Uh, he, uh, he had left foot surgery for, uh, one of the bones in his feet. So yeah, he, uh, he, he's been ruled out indefinitely. That happened in February. So yeah, he's yeah, probably, so. gonna, he'll probably be out probably at least until late season after the all-star break. If he comes back. Yeah. Hopefully they, they address that. Um, because I think had they had Hardaway Jr. back on the roster and he was healthy, I think that helps a lot, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't see him hitting that win total that they had last year. No way. Yeah, definitely there as well. I think it's going to be a unique challenge for them. Uh, another team, you know, also 48 and a half wins the Western conference runner ups last year. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, obviously we all love John Morant. I think that, you know, there's a lot to be excited about there with him. Obviously I think they're still a playoff team, but uh, Jaron Jackson jr. Is going to be out for a few months after another surgery. You lose D'Anthony Melton, you lose Kyle Anderson. Uh, all the guys you bring in are all young dudes who are you got from the draft. Uh, guys like Kenny Chandler, David Roddy, Jake Laravia, uh, Danny Green. That like I said the other day, he got traded to them, but he's not probably not going to play because of his ECL injury. I am not confident that. I mean, they're going to take a step back. I just feel like that. You know, I don't. I still like them. I still like Jaw. I think they're going to be a good basketball team, but I'm taking the under. I just feel like 50, that's a lot. Fifty-six wins last year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they progressively did not get better at all. I know they're young. I know they have a lot of talent. Um, 56 wins. That that put them second in the West last year behind Phoenix. And um, I don't see that happening again. I think that they're a mid, they're a mid-tier to they're they're gonna be playing, they're gonna be playing for the play-in spot. That's where I put them. Ooh, okay. Uh so 48 and a half wins. Is there total? I'm going with the under. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's hard to lose that many pieces and still still be um, where you were last year. Um, Jaws, of course, unbelievable. Um, but he plays so hard, you know he's going to miss a few games here and there. Uh, they really don't have a whole lot behind him. Uh, they'll still be a decent team, uh, but I had to take the I had to take the under as well. Fifty six, uh, a lot of wins. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, they also they also overachieved last year. That was another. Yeah, thing. I mean, Ja, ja got, really. He, they got he hot was at the incredible. right time. Yeah, they, they got hot incredible. at the wrong time. Well, and they had all those wins when he wasn't playing either. What they? Yeah. I forget how many yeah. games he was out, and they had that streak they went on. So. Um, I'm going to give them a slight under, um, but you know, I will say this. I think that this team, they did lose some players obviously, but I do think they have pretty good chemistry uh, and they've all bought into the system, uh, which is a lot uh, for any team. As long as you have John Morant right now, John Morant, I feel like is very similar to Luka Doncic where he is just so good. He can drag a very mediocre team up a hill and, um, He's, he's that great right now. So, um, mm-hmm. however, you know, Jaron Jackson, not starting the season, not great, not great. So, um, you know, I'm going to give him a slight under. However, I, I hope they surprise me. Yeah, 
I uh, I did too. I mean, they're definitely an easy team to root for. A bunch of dudes that are very likable, and they're starting this like social media rivalry with Golden State, which is yeah. hilarious to me. Um, but I also want to watch it every chance I get. So, yeah, sign me up for that. I believe that's a Christmas Day game this year. It Friday is. Christmas. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. How about that? All right, so we're down to the final four. Uh, this is going to be really interesting with these group here because it's a lot of different you know, stories and dynamics. But 49 and a half, we got the Denver Nuggets, who have obviously the two-time defending MVP in Nikola Jokic. Uh, this is a really good offseason for a really good team. So they bring in KCP and Ish Smith in the trade with um, Washington. Uh, they sign Bruce Brown from Brooklyn. They get Christian Braun from the draft. They do sign DeAndre Jordan. But, you know, that's, that? whatever. He's just there. Um, He's just there. <laughs> they're likely going to have a healthy Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. I can't see any way that they lose more than 33 games. So I'm taking the over. I think they're going to be really good. So last I agree. year, Last year they were 48 games without Michael Porter Jr., for a good part of that without um, Jamal Murray. <laughs> um, wow. You get those two back healthy with, uh, with Aaron Gordon and Jokic. Like that's, that's a solid, like, that's a solid starting five. It's a good team. Um, they're a 50 win team. I'm going with the over. For all the points you guys mentioned, I'm, I'm going with the over as well. Um, Jamal just Murray, getting Murray back alone. I was going to say, yeah. just getting Murray back alone, uh, the way he played before he was get got injured um, and how special he was becoming. Uh, if he's anywhere near that, that, that gives them 50 wins. I'm also going the over. I think Jamal Murray is going to make a massive comeback this year after being out for over a year now. Um, he is so important to that roster and – what Jokic has been able to do without his second best player has, I mean, that's the reason he has been MVP the last two years. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon has become a great role player on this team, a great, you know, third, fourth banana. Um, also getting Michael Porter Jr. back. It's also going to be huge. Um, you know, hopefully he comes back and actually like plays. Um, he's, He's such an interesting guy when he actually is out there doing things. He's he's kind of a question mark a lot of times, but um, I love seeing him play. Uh, KCP, he is as steady as they come. He's a great guy to have on any team. Defensively, he's good. He's a great shooter. Um, I, I like this team. And also, we don't talk about it enough. Bones, man. Bones Highland had a heck of a, a rookie season, too. Um, I think he's also going to, especially – coming off the bench this season, I think he's going to be really, really good. Yeah, I agree. All right. At 51 and a half, we have the defending NBA champions, the golden state warriors. Um, obviously, you know, I think we all feel the best franchise in the NBA right now. Uh, and I don't think it's necessarily close at this point. Uh, what they did last year was absolutely incredible. Um, guys, they bring in, uh, Jamichael Green and Dante DiVincenzo to be role players off the bench. Getting Dante DiVincenzo to be on that roster is insane. How unfair that is. Uh, they do lose Gary Payton. They do lose Juan, Juan Toscano Anderson. Bielitsa goes to Europe. Otto Porter Jr. goes to Toronto. Um, 
you know, they're, it's kind of like, well, maybe, you know, the guys they're bringing in aren't better than what they had as far as the role players, but I'm taking the under on them and it's not a slight at them. I still think they're probably going to win the title, but I think there's going to be some nights where we get back to that Warriors thing where they take a couple nights off. They're like, we don't care about this game against Sacramento on a Tuesday in January. Um, and they're just kind of going to roll with it and kind of hit full force in, you know, in the playoffs. They don't care about how many games they win during the regular season as long as they have home court advantage. So give me the under on the Warriors, but still calling them the defending two-time defending NBA champs. So with everything that they lost, um, they are now going to get more minutes out of Jonathan Kaminga. Moses Moody, Moody. I think Jordan Poole takes a step up. They get back. They get Wiseman back. They get Wiseman back. And um, J. Michael Green, I think, cancels out Otto Porter. And DiVincenzo, I think, gives you a spark off the bench. I don't know how much guys like Mac McClung is going to play. He's um, not. If, he, if yeah. he even actually makes the active roster, if he just gets garbage time. But – when you look at when you look at their roster and you go Curry, Green, Looney, Poole, Thompson, Wiggins, Moody, Wiseman, <laughs> I mean they're already nine deep. Like before they even add anybody to the roster, and the, the young guys already showed that they can contribute when given the opportunity. Um, I just think that another year in the system. I don't know. I think they cruise. I think they cruise and have fifty five wins easy. I'm taking the over. Uh, I want to take the over as well. Um, I just I think that um, I, I just think there's just still super talented, and it's not. I know Tim, you weren't slighting them by going the under. I get it. I, I understand what you're saying for not sure. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I no, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, but um, I, I think that I think that's there have been enough of the Western Conference teams that have taken a step back that I think the Golden State Warriors pick up wins where they weren't automatic wins, but there are wins where they could play not as as warrior-esque as they usually would and still win those games. So, uh, I, I, you know, I think they're still a mid, uh, mid-50s to high-50s wins team, uh, so I'm going to take the over. Um, I'm also going to take the over. I feel like this is one of those weird teams in the history of the NBA where you've been able to plug and play different kinds of players over the Mm -hmm. years and things have worked out just because the staff is so good. The, the feeling on this team is so good. Uh, Dante Defenso getting him over here. I think, uh, I think he's going to be, I think he's really going to excel on this team. Like, I think he's really, really going to excel. Um, Getting rid of Otto Porter Jr. Um, and Gary Payton Jr., uh, it is a bummer. However, like Josh said, getting getting Moses Moody out there, getting Jonathan Kaminga, the next the next wave of Golden State Warriors guys, and there's a lot of people that are super high on both of those guys. Um, we haven't really seen much of them, so you know it's it's really going to be interesting. James Wiseman, biggest question mark on the team. I would love to see him out there actually contributing this year. Um, it was huge of them to get back Kavon Looney. I think what he does on this team is um, I, I don't think I don't think he gets enough credit for what he does on this team. And he's been so freaking durable over the last couple. And he of played years. every he played all eighty two games last year. 
Yeah, he yeah. was like he he was so so good, and he's got a lot of heart. Um, you know, I uh, you know Jordan Poole had a career year. I think he's going to continue to get better on this team. Andrew Wiggins is the second best player on this team now. Um, he's he's incredible. So yeah. I, everything that they have done has been has been great. Uh, Mac McClung, Mac McClung is this team's Moonlight Graham. He has played like in one game <laughs> for two franchises. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so if we actually see him out there doing things, um, like. <laughs> but you know what i wouldn't put it past the warriors like he could come out there and you know start averaging seven points a game and we'd be like okay all right and he might not be able to do that anywhere else you know but this team they, they're able to get players to buy in get confident and they throw them out on the floor and things work so um i'm i'm very excited to see what this team can do again so however i am a little bit worried about draymond i feel like he took a step back last year. He was absolutely fantastic in the NBA finals. Those last two games, he was incredible, but like, I don't know. I feel like he has like times when he's super engaged and then like, not really. So, but you can kind of turn it on and off. So, Mm -hmm. so to add on to that, they won 53 games. And just to, just to kind of throw it out there, Steph missed 18 games. Draymond missed 36 games and clay missed 50 games and they still won 53 Mm. Yeah, yeah. James and, Wiseman t- and, and a chip, <laughs> and James Wiseman with eighty-two, and they won yep. the chip. Yeah, impressive, man. That's impressive. Mm. All right, we're already down to our last two teams, and so this is an interesting one. Obviously, uh, both of these teams both have the same projected win total according to Vegas Insider at fifty-two and a half. Uh, let's start with the Clippers. So, look, they bring in John Wall, and on paper, John Wall, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George looks. Awesome. On, on paper, paper, this is the best team in basketball. Right. Yeah. On paper, like the role players they have, plus those three, it's hard to not like what they look like, uh, what, what, how it all looks. Ty Lewis, their head coach, who really kind of gets the most out of his point guards. Like, yeah, it's impressive. Um, but look, it's one, like we just talked about the Lakers and we're being worried about health. And like, we're betting on one, two guys there as far as like for them to be their best, these guys can be healthy. The Clippers' three best players all have major injury questions. All three mm-hmm. of them. I mean, Leonard didn't play at all last year. Wall didn't play last year because of the, you know, the Rockets held him out, but has had, you know, an Achilles injuries in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul George has missed a hell of a lot of games. Um, I'm not trying to say the Clippers aren't a good team because I think they're going to be really good. Um, but 52 and a half for when you're uncertain how much you're going to get from your top three players is pretty scary. So, Home court advantage, yes. 53 wins, I don't think so. I'm going to go the under. All right, so they have the second highest jump in win total from last year. They're going from 42 to 52 and a half. Mm. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Remember, they played a big chunk of the season without Paul George. And that team that they had in the playoffs, I mean, they really leaned on guys like Reggie Jackson and Nicholas Batum and I mean, you know, the Marcus Morris's and Norman Powell's and the Terrence Manns and and they were still competitive. If John Wall and, and and Kawhi Leonard have to be the two healthiest guys in basketball right now. I mean, as long as John Wall sat out and not had to play, and as long as Kawhi set out to get healthy, like 
I don't see how this team doesn't. I'm sure they'll figure out their ways to load manage guys in and throughout the season. And Tim, I think that's where their win total is going to drop. But I think come playoff time, if this roster is healthy, they give Golden State a run for their money for the tech, for the chip. I am going to go with the under, but I'm only going with the under slightly because I think they're going to sit guys throughout the season to keep them healthy. Mm. So we'll say 50 wins. Um, this one's really hard. Um, I, I'm going to go slight over. Ooh. I'm going to go slight over. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think this roster, um, I think this roster is just too talented. Um, and I know there's a lot of health questions and things like that, but they're, they just have so much talent on this roster. If John Wall is a is is seventy percent John Wall, you know I think Kawhi has a bounce back year. Um, I think Paul George stays healthy because he won't have to do so much because Kawhi will be on the floor. Um, and I think if John Wall is at seventy to seventy five percent with the other pieces, bench pieces that we've already mentioned around them, um, I, I think they can win fifty four games. Um, I'm actually going to go the slide over on here. Um, and it's, I, I'm going to, I know I'm going to, I'm going to agree with it. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like the John wall thing we're really, really sleeping on. Cause I feel like when he does come out and play, he is usually really, really good. Um, he has not played a game since April 23rd, 2021. Mm-hmm. You know how, how good he was in that last game guys. <laughs> 27 points, 27 points, 13 assists, three rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. And what like, year was that? That was in that was April 2021. Okay. That was the last time he played. Hell of a last game for somebody to not play an entire season. Um he is still he is completely healthy. Kawhi, I'm hoping, is completely healthy. Paul George, same situation. I mean, Kawhi's been out for a full year. They are going to load manage the shit out of this team. They are going to do it. They are going to complete they, – they will sleepwalk to 50 wins. And I think that they will – I think they will be incredibly dangerous in the playoffs if all three of those guys are are – not or you know or healthy, I think it could be. I could be really interesting, but also yeah. it's uh, you know it's also we're we're putting a lot of faith in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard's health and John Walls. So mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know, man. I feel like Vegas knows something about that because it's it is it is high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, we've done every all twenty nine teams between these last two episodes, and we're bound to our final team. Uh, like I mentioned, have the same projected win total as the Clippers at 52 and a half. Uh, this is the Phoenix Suns, who had an unbelievable Eastern Conference and an just unbelievably disappointing postseason, losing in the second round. Uh, this is a team that really did not get significantly better, but you can make the case maybe they didn't have to with what they had. Uh, yeah. They bring in Damian Lee and Josh Akogi. Um, you know, there's the whole DeAndre Ayton thing where he's coming back after the Indiana thing. 
after the playoffs where they say that it was a rift between the post, like the, the, you know, there was the rift between him and the staff on why he didn't play in game seven, which still mind blown by that. Um, could have had it. You could have had it all. Aiden. You could have had it all. Yeah. And you know, they do bring back the 1990s Phoenix Suns jerseys they announced today. They yeah. look incredible. So very excited about that. Uh, but that doesn't project wins. Actually, it might look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, pay good. Right, Dion? Hey, must yeah. be the money. Must be the money. Um, they're still really awesome. I mean, on their, on paper, they're still really good. Still have a ton of really good players. Uh, not just Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Mikhail Bridges. You know, Cam Payne's still their backup point guard has been really good the last couple of years for them. They have a really good staff led by Monty. Um, it's a good basketball team. You know, what they win last year? 65 games? 64 games? 64. 64. Um, I'm taking the over. I think they're a 61 team again. I, I just I still think they're really good. Um, I think the Clippers, Golden State, and Denver have caught up to Phoenix. And I think that they're going to help with the addition of some of these other teams down below that I think are going to be a little bit better. Um, I think they're going to knock them down. So 64 wins, they will not get that total. I do believe they're going to be on the overside of 52 and a half wins. I don't think they get to 60. Um, I'm going to put them somewhere around 56, 57 wins. And they'll be a top two or three seed in the West. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, I, 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 I'm taking the over. I mean, I'm not saying they'll they'll win 64 games again, um, but I don't see them dropping to 52. That's a 12 game drop with a really good roster. So, um, I'm, I'm taking the over. I'm taking the under. Whoa, Chris Paul. <laughs> Whoa. Chris Whoa. Paul's 30. Chris Paul's 37, guys. Chris Paul's 37. Um so I think this, Yeah, I know, but he's not LeBron. <laughs> that's 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 the that's the difference there. Um I don't I don't think they're going to match the success of that and to your guys' point, Denver did get better. I think they're going to give them a run for their money. They did get better. Um, however, re-signing DeAndre Ayton, basically daring him to go out and get a deal someplace, see how much you're worth. We'll go ahead and match it, which was absolutely the right move. They had to do it. Um, I think, uh, you know, I, I think he's probably going to be happy that he got the deal that he got. Um, I think a lot of people forget that Zach Levine did the same thing a couple years back because yep. he couldn't get the same deal that he wanted and the Kings had to come in and, and he had to sign a deal with them. So, um, I think um, I don't know. I just I don't. I say it every year, but I don't trust Chris Paul's health. They just had such an epic meltdown in the second round last year. I don't know how that mentally affects a young team. That would mentally affect me. I know. Um, kind of think, oh man, was that were we really that good, or maybe we weren't? You know, and uh, you know, all these other teams have gotten better. The Clippers are better. Denver is better. The Warriors, I think, are going to be very, very good again. So I, I'm, I'm going under on them. I think last year was a fluke in terms. of – I don't think they're going to get up to that point again. What did, what did Phoenix do to get better? 
They they didn't do anything to get better. That's what I'm saying. They got older. Yeah, I mean, but you can. I mean, how much better did they have to get? Like, they were pretty well, awesome. Well, they they well, proved to us they're not good enough to win a championship. So yeah, they have, <laughs> they have to prove that they actually <laughs> can get past the second round. I mean, they were literally just in the finals a year ago. Yeah, calendar year. So it's not like yeah. Yeah. You know, and like they had a 2-0 lead in that finals and Giannis took over. And last year they won 64 games. Like it's not like we're talking about a team that won 51 games and is close and they're, you know, they're a really good basketball team. And yeah, you know, obviously I would love if they still had JaVale McGee, but I think you can make a case that having Dario Sarge back and Biznak Biombo, those two can make the case to fill in for what JaVale did. Um, you know, and that that top four, you can put that top four with anybody. Paul, Booker, Aiton, Bridges. You can put them you know, with anybody. You know what bothers me about Phoenix is that with all the troubles that they had in the semifinals and the playoffs, they went into that game seven at home with a chance to win. And oh. Luca oh. gave them the legit business. Yes, he did. <laughs> Like, I mean, demoralize them immediately. Immediately. LeBron, LeBron in Detroit style. Yeah. That like, was he he just he he just told them game over like early on. It was like, this isn't gonna be a contest, like game over, like go home, Phoenix. Yo, and that like eight to twenty nine at half or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one of the worst, if not the worst, game seven performance I don't think I've, I've ever seen. That was so bad. Like they came out there so flat, and like you said, he took them out of the game immediately. There's like, okay, well, you're already down by twenty. Are you going to come back? And then you thought they might make a run because it's the NBA, and coming back from twenty down is pretty standard now it happens all the time that's what makes the nba so exciting but it was like he was like nah they're not gonna come back from this i'm just I mean, gonna luka, keep luka damn near had a triple double in the first half yeah yeah i mean like like it, at the end of the first half he's literally already just nailing their coffin shut and just being like okay see what you can do you're not gonna be able to do anything have fun he's out there smiling at booker blowing in his ear <laughs> lance stevensoning it <laughs> Yeah. Lance Stevenson yet? Yeah, I mean, really something, really something. That was a boss move by Luca. But yeah, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not confident after that. We'll see. We'll I see. think they're still we'll pretty see. darn good. Yeah, I'm pretty we'll high see. on them. They're, they are darn good. They are darn good. I'm not gonna lie about that. I'm not saying, oh man, they're shit. They're not. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. But yeah, you're right. How do they recover from you know blowing the two zero lead in the finals and then the next year blowing like home court advantage? Like that's. That's a lot to come yeah. back from. And so. the common denominator is Chris Paul. Like it's, I mean, <laughs> you want you want to feel bad for the guy, but like at the same time, like you're supposed to have this dog in you. Like you're not supposed to let that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? So. All right. Well, hey, this was fun. This is one of my favorite activities to do every off season as we're getting ready for the year to start. Um, so thanks for tuning in, Josh. Glad we got to have you back for this one. Um, yeah, me too. Like we said last week, be sure to. Follow us on all our socials, uh, 48 Minutes Network. Also, give us a nice, solid five-star review on your podcast subscriber of choice. And support the brand. 48MinutesBasketballNetwork.MerchMake.com. Get some gear. We'll make you look good in the winter. That's our that's our promise. Um, so <laughs> thank you, guys. Have a good night, and we will see you next week.